You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the HBO series Watchmen. I'm JD. I'm Jason. And I'm Seal. Let's talk about martial feats of Comanche horsemanship. So episode two, but for those of you who can't tell, we have our third buddy here. We have a third co-host. Let's say those of you who can't decided, Yeah. Well, or can't hear or skip the intro or just, you know, Which, don't care. What, a, what an awesome medium to be consuming if you can't hear. <laughs> yeah. How does that even work? Well, maybe they selective hearing. I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll hearing, listen to us. Or just like a, yeah. they just pull Siri up and let, let her do her best. <laughs> Let her read the whole thing to them. Good luck, Siri. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. So, Seal, welcome. We missed you last I week. I missed being welcome. here. It was, it was quite upsetting. The uh, the squirrel on the uh, the wheel. Um, he had a, he had a problem. He strained something, and so the internet went down or something. Yeah, I had problems. I live out in the country, and you know it, things things go awry sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing now. You're just going to get a hotel every every Monday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm every just going to just yeah, record. Just down, you don't want to have to. Cash. You don't have to come over to my house or anything. Yeah. Heaven don't forbid, I should just, just drive go get a hotel. Over to JD's house and and right. yeah. solve the problem. Sure. Yeah. So, quick recap from you, episode one. What did you think before we get into episode? Two? I dug it. I did like it. Okay. Um, I didn't think that I was going to see Archie so fast. Um, in the first right. episode, I thought that was cool. Um, but now I dug it. I think they're. I, I went, of course went back and listened to what y'all said. Um, but That's the uh, world building, I dig it. I mean, they're really setting this thing up right. It feels like. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're setting up a, a deep, dense, rich world that I am excited to explore. But I felt like yeah. the, I'm you know, the episode how far they still get in. But it's still, it, it, you know, it moved along good, moved at a good clip. Was I was entertained. I was interested the whole time, so it nice. didn't lose me. Because you can do that sometimes when, a, when you're trying to build the world and to set things up. It's easy to, you know, get bogged down in that kind of thing. But I yeah. felt like it didn't. It, it, it moved along at a clip. Yeah, For sure. I dug yeah. it. I didn't, I didn't, uh, right. I have one issue. Uh-oh. And I'm yeah, probably the only person that has this issue. But I noticed the uh, the vehicles all seem to be electrified, and that's fine. But, man, mm-hmm. that Buick Grand National with no engine sound was just a uh, – it was blasphemous. <laughs> it was blasphemous. <laughs> I want to hear that raspy little six-cylinder and that turbo spooling up and down. I mean, come on. Well, you're a little bit more of a gearhead. Yeah, wow. So yeah, I a- that was a deep cut for yeah. gearheads. Yeah, I dig it. yeah. Uh, I, you you're a gearhead too, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the. I don't know what the hell is going on in my car. Jason has no idea. What I don't I even said. know what kind of engine I have, and it it I think really it sucks because my brother's a master mechanic, so I I don't know. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you don't that's need what, to know that's anything. You have yeah, brothers exactly, exactly. Yeah. So he. All right, let's get into this episode, man. So it's at the end of the last episode, Judd, dead, hanging from a Did tree. Did not expect His that. His blood falls. 
Rip Judd. You really? I did. I didn't think he would make it more than half the episode. I was really surprised that he made it to the end. Um, honestly. But the blood fall on the badge, kind of a symbolism yeah. for the nice watch. callback. He, he's the big beginning yeah. of a ministry. Or uh, a mystery. <laughs> yeah, a beginning mystery. of a ministry. Yeah, there's a, yeah. a church group. Watchmen is a church yeah. group. No, so it's like his death had to be the setup to uh, exactly what's happening in this episode and digging in closets. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I love it. So what did you think of the opening with the World War One, the the propaganda that they got dropped out of the sky? Compelling. Uh, I mean, this, Yeah. Yeah, I like these dips back into the past, and, and you know they give you this thing, and you're like, okay, what do, what do I do with it? So yeah, I, it right. got and my. It got they me. definitely don't mind touching on hot topic issues. Oh I no, mean, they are going oh, for yeah. it from the beginning, and they kept it up with this episode from the beginning with the racial equality and the the World War One, you know, African Americans fighting in World War One and why and all that right. stuff. It's like, oh shit, didn't even think about that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean they've and, definitely uh, they've definitely opened it up, so right. to speak. And, it's, and I, it, I dig that they're not afraid to talk about stuff. And you know, they're yeah. It, it appears that this show is going to hit some issues head on, and I I kind of dig that. Let's let's see what they do with it. I think they're mm-hmm. like forcing people to think and consider different areas. You know like us us white men to consider the situations that people are in or uh, were in and uh, the hard choices that people had to make you know like that you know that was the first thing i was saying it was like dude that seems like the easiest choice you know it like in that moment you're getting shot at whatever maybe it'll feel like you're on the losing side so like it that's why I say like compelling, you know, because yeah, it's like relatable without me even being able to relate. <laughs> it's just like, oh damn, I can I can see it now, like a little glimpse. Yep, that's that's good. That's a good point. And the person who caught the uh, letter yeah. and kept it was the father of the elderly man that we saw at the end right. of the last episode. Yep. And so we get a little more info about him. Angela takes him to her her hideout. And we were right. We we're like, the dude has to be a hundred. He's a hundred and five. Hundred and five. Yeah. He could still lift over two hundred pounds because he's the one that strung up uh, his sheriff. The sheriff. Yep. Oh, he's, that's a story, and he's sticking to it. Yeah, I love it when he said, I, "Maybe I'm Doctor Manhattan." <laughs> <He's on Mars. laughs> that was great. And then but he just he like make backed down from himself. it so easily. <laughs> okay, I'm not Doctor right. Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's uh, not okay, me. That's, that's not, not me. me at all. <laughs> it's yeah funny. he's great that whole interaction was funny and angela he tells her hey you need to figure out there's a bunch of stuff going on here that you don't really understand you need to do some digging and she for some reason takes him at his word which i was a little surprised about i yeah. thought for sure she'd be like this is some crazy old man who i don't know what to do with right now but she's like oh Maybe there's some truth to what he's saying. I'm going to look into it. Like, why? Sure. I, I, that part I didn't understand. So I was hoping y'all could enlighten me a little bit. I mean, it could be one I of guess. those intangible things, you know, like some, there's some people have this innate quality about them that makes them believable. You can't quite put your finger like on it. Got it. Just like you. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. no, totally not. Opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I am super. Oh, you are. I don't sure. know what you're talking sure. about. Uh, I mean, right. I think a lot of it has to do with like the scenario that she found him in. Um, because who the old guy or Judd? I'm talking about like Angela finding Will. Like the okay. scenario that she found him in was, uh, I mean, it's like unbelievable, and so that naturally makes you want to dig in and find out more. Like, why is this man here? Uh, I don't feel like he did this on his own. So there's more to it. There's more people involved, uh, whatever the case may be. So I think, you know, the scenario was everything to like her, uh, being inquisitive and like wanting to search into things, even if it led to nothing, which is, I think what she was hoping is that it would lead to nothing and he would be crazy. Um, but yeah. So it kind of piqued her well, natural I, curiosity. Sure. I mean, I mean, sure, wouldn't it be yours? Like, oh, well, yeah, you roll yeah, up to that sure. scene. You're like, well, what for the sure. hell? He didn't do it. So, you know, who's involved? Yeah. But her, her being told that Judd had something going on and she went and like dug in his closet because they did the backstory of what happened on the white night, which was great. Yeah. I thought that was super yeah. well done. And, a coordinated attack on all police on Christmas Eve yeah. because they know who they are and they haven't covered their faces yet. And, you know, her waking up and seeing Judd and like the beginning of their relationship and the deep and profound respect and love that they had for each other because of what they went through together. Sure. And it just was surprising to me that she would then be like, okay, I got to question this. Yeah. And, but I, I feel we that. get more of it later. That. We get more of it later because when she goes to the house and during the wake and she pretends to pass out and does some digging, she's surprised by what she finds. And I was surprised too. I didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, that was another. Yeah, that was I didn't all. expect that moment. Yeah, quite the skeleton. Yeah. I, I mean, a KKK mask. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, which is weird because as a police officer, he didn't cover his face when all the other cops did, but he'll wear this KKK thing. Like, it's like, well, who is he really? Like, I would say, like, that point right there was the thing that made me the most curious about him, is out of all the people who, uh, I guess, should want to or, like, need to protect your household um, and stay anonymous, like, he was the one yeah. person who could, like, throw his face out there. Um, so, and it wasn't like he had any extra, I mean, he had a little bit of security, but nothing Nothing crazy. He had a know. bunch of cops at his house all the time. Right. It's, again, a little bit of security against, like, a, a terrorist organization, you know? So, sure. Yeah. That's I don't true. know. It's, it's a little tricky. I did like that we, going back to uh, that flashback of the White Knight, um, the explanation of, like, where she got her kids. Um, yes. Was helpful. So I was like, where did these damn kids come from? <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know. partner's kids. It was just, like, throwing me off. Yeah, it threw me off too. And so she confronts Will and she, she doesn't believe it about Judd. She's like, did you plant this? Cause this was super easy to find. So right. you need to tell me what is actually going on. Here. Yes. Super easy with my x-ray goggles. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> right. And he doesn't really give her an explanation because he, we come to find out his relation to Angela, which is happens to be way closer than 
I think any of us thought. Did you were you expecting that, or was that another surprise? That was a surprise. Him being him being her grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think so. We actually toyed around because we were talking about you know the letter and uh, what mm-hmm. that meant and you know what kind of tie he had. So uh, not that I thought he was her grandpa, but I thought that there was some sort of connection involving that. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like whoa, but um, it was cool. Yeah, well, I thought it was cool. clever how she got the DNA test done. Yeah, that was she, right. She from takes the, uh, the cup and she's cup. like, "Oh, she's gonna, she's a cop. She's gonna get the DNA." But then sure. you're like, "Well, nobody knows that she has this guy, and yep. nobody outside this little circle knows that she's a cop. So how's she gonna get this done?" I thought that was that was right. quite clever what she did. And like, well, and you could tell. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, sorry, I was just going to say, like, also, like, simultaneously, like, building the world, you know, showing that museum. Yeah. And uh, just, like, I don't know, they just are doing so well early on in setting up an expectation for this world that they're in and uh, what people are going through and what they're learning and how they're recovering from things. So, it's, like, putting in depth to characters that you don't even necessarily see on the screen which is really cool so yeah i just i thought that was awesome yeah and you can see angela does not trust the rest of the police for whatever reason she still is not totally 100 percent on with them nope because like when she goes uh there's what red scare and uh what's the name of the Looking glass, uh, looking glass, shiny dude, looking glass. Yeah. yeah. And you know, he, he kind of gets in her car unannounced and picks up the um, cup. <laughs> they have a weird conversation. It's almost like he's interrogating her. Yeah. She's like, why are you talking to me about this kind of stuff? You know, like I would never do anything to harm the chief. You know how close we are. And yeah, it's just weird that like she's in the police force, but she lies to people about being on the police force, even other police and other people in like public, office and things like that and she doesn't come out and totally trust the people that she's supposed to be working with so it's like who is she and where does she stand with all this does she want to catch the bad guys like she's a cop or she kind of have her own agenda yeah Yeah, or does even uh looking glass have his own agenda sure you know yeah dude he might be my favorite character he's great dude Dude. Tim Blake Nelson he went home and made his supper and didn't even take his mask off yeah. Right. <laughs> He's so good, dude. He really is. Yeah. He really is. But I think that's like part of the mystery to her is like not knowing where fully her allegiance lies. Uh because it might have just been with Judd. And then, you know, now right. to be in this situation where she feels like, well, uh, this is the one dude. You know, because everybody else on the police force was killed. It was just them two. And so right. everybody else is new. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. right. they, or they resign. Right. So, and then there's got to be a level of mistrust too. Well, because you don't know who else is a police officer. Sure. Like, you know who they are with a mask on, but like when you're out in the world right, and right. In like normal life, you have no idea who these people are and what they stand for. Like, yeah. Like, and if they knew who she was, she doesn't know. She has. It's probably easy for people in the, the, this whatever the calvary right. some of them could be cops because nobody knows because sure. there's always masks on you yeah. know so. yep. she does she did see looking glass though right after that interrogation in the first episode 
feel like he. he yeah, I think his, they know what each other yeah, yeah, look like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I guess maybe there's that. some who have seen each other, but yeah, like there's so many cops and they're wearing masks. And yeah, you're right. Like that's actually an angle I didn't really think about. It was good. Yeah. So after they find um, Judd hung, uh, the red, uh, red scare gets pissed. He's like, let's giddy up, <laughs> boys. Let's go get all these uh, guys. And they go, of course, to a trailer park, which is. Just a little on sure. the nose. Just, Just a little. little bit. With the giant and paper like, mache okay. statue of Nixon. <laughs> right. I'm a count of 10. <laughs> and I want all of y'all to come get in this paddy wagon. And if you don't, we're going to tear down your paper mache, Nixon. Yeah. And of course, they don't comply, which I think is kind of what he was going sure. for. He was wanting to punch Oh, somebody. yeah. He yeah. definitely wanted to incite something. He he was, he, he had the, he had his blood up, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. He, his, his red scare was boy. He's yes. Russian. He's cutting to the chase. Yeah, he's not a Nazi. He's good. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Right. <laughs> he's he's great. I'm enjoying him. I, I love in shows like a good hothead. You know? Yeah. Just yeah, like you gotta have one. The wild card hothead. Man, you should eat John Bernthal in yes. every single oh, show. Oh yeah, <laughs> Just there you losing go. Losing his mind. <laughs> Just losing his mind. Yeah. I still go back and miss Shane. In the oh, man. Because he was just the best. Yeah. You don't realize what you Come have to <laughs> Oh, man. So after that, and she, uh, after the trailer park incident, she, that's when she has her confrontation with Will. And Will will not tell her anything still. He's got, she's got the note. She's got some proof that they're related. She wants some info. And he's like, eh. I didn't want to give you any info. I just wanted to meet you and see you. And that's about it. And that's definitely not enough for her. Yeah, no, and he's enough. also up to some shit because he got out of handcuffs and went to the store and right like, to he some back. Eggs. He came <laughs> back. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. there's that whole bit. There was a whole conversation they had before. She's like, you know, why don't I just arrest you, take you in? He's like, well, if you took me in, I went to jail, someone would come rescue me. Right. That's true. I know I got friends in high yeah, places. Yeah, friends in high places. And it it's it's a one of my favorite things, almost a throwaway line. Yeah. But it turns out to be turns true. Out to yeah. be true in a rather dramatic way. A rather literal right, way. Because she, yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of a touching moment when she was putting him in the car. Yeah. Cuz he's 105 right. in a wheelchair and she's very gentle with mm-hmm. him. And almost caressing him, almost like, oh, this is my granddad that I've never met. I kind of want to hug him, and I kind of don't know if I'm mad right, at him. Like, exactly. what do I do? Yeah, here? how do you handle that? That was a that was a good bit of performance right there. And it was yeah. it was a callback to you know earlier on in the episode whenever she's pulling Judd down from the tree. Yeah, and yeah. just like that moment. Um, yeah, no. So that would be really confusing to be in that situation and be like. Well, this old man needs medicine to remember things. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. he's 105. <laughs> and I'm taking his word. Right. The whole but thing also, is surreal. Then it would get really confusing after that when you see a big magnet come down and land on your car. <laughs> Which was awesome. With, yes. With some oh, dude in it and then pull the car away and he just looks and winks at you like, I told yep. you. Friends in high places, baby. Literally in high places. Yeah. Made me laugh. I, 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 <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, didn't see that coming. That was unexpected. 
but I'm here for it. Yeah. And then I, we've got to talk about the Lord. Oh, my goodness gracious. That whole yes. sequence was crazy town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the play. Yeah. Well, like the tomato tree, for one. Yeah. The, okay, right. I'm not the only one that saw that. No, that was, it was clearly not an apple. It, it was, was a yeah, tomato, tomato tree. But tomatoes grow on vines. Exactly. And he wasn't happy with the tomato tree because he squeezed the tomato after he took a bite. Like, this is garbage. These tree tomatoes are terrible. Yeah, so he's in some weird uh, reality he's created for himself as if he were, right. I don't know, Dr. Manhattan? <laughs> I don't think he's Dr. Manhattan. No. No, I don't. Ozymandias. Yeah. Because, like, he has the same cake again. And he's like, all right, let's move on with it. This loop that That's actually what I, mean. I didn't I mean to say, anymore. Dr. Manhattan. Ozymandias. Yeah. Okay. Vite. Okay. Adrian Vite. Dr. Manhattan yes. is on uh, Mars. Yeah. Chilling. With his bits hanging out. Because, you know, Always see here in a little bit. Yeah. Because there's no need for clothes. I mean, it's just no need. Yeah. So the play. Uh, do, I don't know what to think about the play. <laughs> there's a lot, I think, happening in the play. I think there's maybe more happening in that one little five-minute scene than happened in the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we saw the whole play. Yeah. Sure. I'm with you. So, but boy, the part that wants, we saw sure did look familiar. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's retelling the origin story of Dr. Manhattan, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's nice for non-comic book fans to get kind of that story and to... It, I like that there's kind of the characters from Watchmen in the background, especially Dr. Manhattan. You can't have a Watchmen without Dr. Manhattan no. because it's just such a crazy character yeah. that doesn't exist anywhere else, yeah. you know? I mean, do you think he'll so, show up, though? Dr. Manhattan? Yeah. I mean, we saw him in the first episode on Mars, like, building something and then breaking it. Right, but I mean, like... Real, real briefly. I mean, I, play, I hope yeah. he does. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think, I, that'd I be think awesome. that we will. I mean, you don't... You don't show the gun in Act One, right? And then, right. Or, you know, or you don't mention it or show it, <laughs> unless and then not use it. So, unless you're Kevin yeah. Smith, then you yeah, just show yeah. a gun and then yeah. leave and then it there. you just leave it there. Yeah. But so with Crookshanks and uh, what's the dude's name? Philip Phillips. 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 Mr. Phillips. Mr. Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Um. He, you see him push a, a switch down and the chamber burns <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, here he comes down. He suddenly got blue really fast and took all his clothes off, right? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, no, they just burned that dude yep. alive. Yeah, tur- <laughs> come to find out, he's got, I don't know, are they clones, are they androids or something? Well, they're clearly alive, I guess, because- Yeah, I think, I think they're clones. clones yeah, clonish. Clonish, because, yeah. you know, the one dude got burned alive, so yeah. Sure. I answered my own question yeah. there. Well, good Thanks, job, man. Those are the best questions. That's to what ask. you're. Anything here you know for. the answer to? Hey, never ask a question so, you don't know the answer to. That's right. So, so was there anything deeper you think about the Doctor Manhattan origin story, or is it just retelling of the story? Is it Adrian Veidt like reliving his failure to stop Doctor Manhattan, or is it his envy of like Doctor Manhattan is what I wish I was, or is yeah, it? Yeah, I think there's something going an on origin there. Story. Perhaps the perhaps a you know him revisiting a failure, perhaps him revisiting, um, I guess maybe regret over manipulating him. 
Mm. Or trying, or trying to, to manipulate least. him at least. Like he d- succeeded for a while. And yeah, then, he did yeah, for a little actually, bit and nearly destroyed him yeah. again. Like that was crazy. So I mean, it could be sure. It could be guilt. It could be envy. It could. But I, I think there is more to it. I think it. I think it serves a dual purpose. One to give a new a new viewer backstory and two yeah there's something that's that's eating at him so that's why he had to get this thing out yeah and even then the the backstory and i I mean i'm very curious to find out what that is well yeah i don't know the backstory is like two episodes in in this show just breeds curiosity and interest in i want to know more and i can't wait for the next thing yeah what are you saying jason well i mean i was saying that like the backstory in itself i mean coming in as if you were coming in with somebody with no idea about the watchman universe or anything in the past i i don't even think it really fills in that many blanks it's like yeah kind of a call out um but it wasn't like an explanation of like Here's how we got here, you know? So right. not so much a recap. So that's why I think there's something deeper going on here. Um, okay. All that to say, I don't think it was like a throwaway on their part to catch people up. I think no. uh, there's something. No. And then there. The, vi- the movie that's like playing about the story, you know, and like the the superhero showing up at the hold up in right. the early yeah. 20s or 30s whatever that's going to be important too i think i think it's kind of like taking a page from the comics how they tell a story by telling another story mm-hmm. yeah in the comics in this they're going to use the story from the comics and of dr manhattan to tell a further story and make their points and stuff like that and i like that yeah. as a storytelling avenue like okay take me out of what i'm watching for a little bit and still tell me something sure. compelling, and I'll go back into the story that we're participating. I'm interested in. to see how they how they do that moving forward, though, because I think that for some people that could be uh, like a little bit of a barrier as far as like their enjoyment they're getting. If there's a lot of flashbacks and or moving along in different parts of the timeline, you know. So not sure. that I mean I enjoy it because again. I'm a big fan of like world building, but you know, at the same time, the average viewer, I'm interested to see how they do with just the average person who wants to watch it. Well, and I don't think there's, I don't think they're going to necessarily, uh, pander, if you will, right to the casual, to the average casual viewer. I think that, yeah, I think they're, they're swinging for the fences here. So, and that's another thing I like about the show is, you know, it's, I think there's things there for for a new someone new to the Watchmen universe for the casual viewer to latch onto and to want to explore more but I think there's also I mean this is this show when it's all said and done this ain't going to be a show for everybody. Uh, agreed. No, it certainly won't. And and HBO is the network who can do that. Yes. They can afford that. Yes. Um so that's yes. what's exciting can- is that they don't have to pull punches or dumb things down if they don't want to. Um, because right. bottom line is it's, it's going to do probably pretty great. And every other show they have or that is an original does really fucking great as well. So they're not yeah. sweating it. Right. 
if this were some uh, some other network, if this were an AMC situation, yikes, okay. yikers, yikers. Nice. Well, I think that's the whole episode. Did we miss anything that y'all want to talk about, or did we hit all your points? Uh, oh, one thing. Um, back to yeah. the the White Knight flashback. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Angela takes the shotgun blast, laying there, about to go mm-hmm. unconscious. The guy that shoots her walks up to her and puts that double barrel right in her face, and she goes unconscious. Mm-hmm. She wakes right. up in the hospital. Yeah. Why didn't that guy kill her? Mm. I, I don't know. know. I don't really want to know. I'm. I, that's gonna. That's gonna come back and and because Judd even says you got yours, he bled out in your kitchen. So one, but there was at least two. Yep. You think it was so, Judd? And they never mentioned the second guy. Judd the yeah. You think was it was it, Judd that was, was the other Judd? guy in there? Could have been. Could've My been. God. I mean, he knew a lot of the details. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, and he got hit too. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, he could have you know taken one for the team. Yeah. Yep. So, but but what were they up to? Like, what's the long game at that? Oh point? yeah, and so <laughs> I, I can't wait to find out what all this means. This is this is one yeah. of those little things. This is just gonna keep me coming back and watching every week. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. There's a couple things you can do for us. If you're a fan of this podcast, you can go to our website, recap.fm, and you can see all the other shows that we're doing. We've got uh, Creep Show. We've got One Punch Man. We've got some older shows, Good Omens, Chernobyl, Stranger Things, The Boys, a whole bunch of things on there. You can find that all on our website. And while you're there, go ahead and sign up for our newsletter. In our last issue, we had our first exclusive content, the Joker podcast that we did. But to get that kind of content, you have to subscribe to our newsletter. So it'll be beneficial for you, and it's free. So why don't you go ahead and do that? Yeah. Great point. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. Nailed it. Ups. And then also, <laughs> you can follow us on uh, all social media platforms that are like popular. Uh, we're at Recap FM on all of those. So Twitter, Insta. I'm sure there's a Facebook out there that none of us use. So check those out. I think we'd be a great follow and it would be beneficial to your time. Yes. Anything y'all want to add? I think you did it, man. Yeah. I think well, you wrapped it up nice. We and out here. I appreciate it. Next week. We out here. So yeah, we'll be back next week with more uh, Watchmen coverage. Uh, we hope that you're enjoying it. If you have any questions or comments, like I said, hit us up on social media. You can leave us a review, subscribe, share with your friends, Um, Talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. But until then, we will see you next week.